So I'm here to, here to speak today about this poetry uh, which just passed out from Srila Prabhupada, the founder of Charya Miskan. I'll just give you a quick overview. Uh, this will be, this is a, a, a presentation that was planned for a longer period of time. So this will be a, a, a short ride in a fast machine because I want to leave some time for uh, discussion. I'll try to get to this in about a half an hour. So the main consideration uh, is when we talk about the position of Srila Prabhupada, the goal is to establish very deeply uh, Srila Prabhupada's position in Iskand because we are reaching that point where everybody who had direct, all the people that had direct experience of Srila Prabhupada will not be on this planet. And we know from the history of religions, that's always a critical time. And so we wanted to, to really do something that had a special committee as part of the strategic planning to really solidify in a very concrete experienced way the people's understanding of what Prabhupada is within ISKCON and what is the relationship that every ISKCON devotee has to them. Is this the people So we have competition from the next uh, next group. So the, the primary question we're dealing with is what is Srila Prabhupada's position in ISKCON as Founder Acharya. We want to understand the relationship between Srila Prabhupada, ISKCON, and ISKCON's members. So, in order to answer this question, uh, we have to ask uh, four questions. First of all, where did the title Founder Acharya originate? And what does it signify? We want to really drill down and, and, and see where the term actually came from. In our literature, sometimes in Bengali and, and, and Sanskrit, we translate it something as founder charya, but it's not exactly what it says in the original language. So I want to want to see how it actually came to Srila Prabhupada. So where did this title founder charya originate? What does it signify? A second interesting thing is that Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur used this title, Founder Acharya. And in what way did Prabhupada accept this title? Another question, why a new organization? Why did Prabhupada start ISKCON? Why didn't he just continue within the institution already established by his Guru Maharaj. Uh, because without Iskand, he wouldn't be the founder of charge. Then finally, what what benefits do we get from understanding Prabhupada's position as founder of charge and what is the significance of that for Iskand's uh, future? So first question was, we mentioned the origin and the early use of the, this title, Founder Charya. In the English language literature of the Gaudiya Mata, uh, the place 
it really first appears is a book called Sri Krishna Chaitanya, written by Nishikant Sanyal. Uh, I managed to find an original copy of it from a university library. I wanted to see what it was like because this was the book that was prepared, written by Nishikant Sanyal, uh, together in very close collaboration with Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Nishikant Sanyal, his initiated name was Narayan Das. Uh, he, he was also given the title Bhakti Sudhakar. He was a professor of history at Ravenshaw College in Kutta. And he was the very closest person working with Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur in English language writing and preaching. English language writing and preaching was very important to the Gaudiamat, so important they took such an atoshini, the journal started by Bhakti Vinod Thakur and changed it into the English language harmonist in 1927. They began very early on writing in English with the goal, because the, 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 the goal, the crowning grail, uh, the holy grail, you might say, of the, uh, of, of the, of the Gaudiya monk was to go to the West. And, and, uh, and so uh, this was their very central concern of theirs was English language preaching. So, uh, Professor uh, uh, Sanyal was, was their Bhakti Siddhanta's right-hand man. So, there was a, a projected three-volume book to go to the West with. When the preachers would leave for the West, they would have this book with them, called Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Uh, and when I looked at the original, these are the three preachers who went, Bhad Maharaj, Kirtan Maharaj, and Sambhidananda. They, 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 uh, went in 1933. Uh, 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 the book is first class printing. To see something produced at that time in India is amazing. First class binding. Impeccably edited. I didn't, couldn't find a typological error anywhere uh, in the whole thing. And written on a fairly high level. It was obviously intended for an educated and uh, cultivated uh, Western uh, audience. So the, the preachers actually waited till they had some of those books in their hands before they embarked for, for uh, London. So it was very important. Bhakti Siddhanta very carefully proofread, read every word of it. And, and, uh, and Prabhupada approved of this book. Uh, one of his early disciples named Donald, Prabhupada wrote in a letter, uh, I am glad that Donald has purchased Professor Sanyal's book, Krishna Chaitanya. He was my godbrother, and his book, Krishna Chaitanya, is approved and authoritative because it was so carefully uh, uh, gone over. And Prabhupada then goes on to say, we we'll, we'll, can publish some articles in Back to Godhead magazine. And we do. Uh, then, uh, in that book is where we find uh, really this interesting hybrid Sanskrit-English compound, hyphenated compound, founder Acharya. And it shows up here, the founder Acharyas. Before you get to Lord Chaitanya, there's about 175 pages of prehistory. And, uh, and so he, the, one section was called the history 
of atheism, meaning Buddhism and so on, and another, the history of theism. So in the history of theism, here we find this, the, the chapter called The Founder Acharyas. And who are, who are the Founder Acharyas? Vishnu Swami, Nimbhadvicha, also known as Nimbarga, Ramanuja, and Madhva, the four Sampradaya Acharyas. Uh, so he wants to introduce them because you cannot understand Lord Chaitanya until you uh, know about the, the founder Acharya. So this is where the title first shows up. Uh, here, uh, uh, the contributions of Vishnu Swami, Nimmaditya, Ramanuja, and Madhva, the founder Acharyas of the four Vaishnava communities, Sampradayas of the present day, to the cause of theism are so valuable and so necessary to know for a proper understanding of the theological position of Sri Chaitanya that we shall close our brief survey of the historical trend of theistic thought with a short account of the systems of the four great Vaishnava Acharyas who precede Sri Chaitanya. So here's, this is it's a term of art used for the four Sampradaya Acharyas. Therefore it becomes interesting to know who else it would be on that level to take that title. Uh, and he says that the functions of the founder Acharya are, are, are three uh, in, in this book. First of all, he defeats uh, uh, other interpretations of Vedanta, namely, of course, Shankar Acharya. That's one thing a founder Acharya does. He counteracts uh, Shunyavada. He revives and reforms the community, uh, which has its own particular signature style of preaching and acting. The traditions go back further to, to prehistoric uh, originators, but then in the, he, he, Sanyal calls them the four founder Acharyas, for the Iron Age. So they, they already received a tradition that was originally uh, revealed earlier and now uh, uh, reforms it and revives it. Uh, so and they preach the view of the, the prehistorical originators or the prehistorical uh, teachers. Here are the, the, the prehistorical teachers, Ruja, the four Kumaras, Lakshmi, and, and Brahma. So they are recorded in the Puranas, but not in what he calls historical time. They taught this theistic Vedanta. Uh, 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 and they, uh, then it was here that and so associated with each one of those is one of the four Sampradaya Acharyas. Uh, they, they of course appear in the parent temple of the Gaudiya Man, the Sri Tetanya Man in Mayapur. As you go around, there's mortis of each of them together with the associated prehistoric uh, teachers. And so they prepare this teaching for the, especially for Kali Yuga, and of course, uh, when uh, they're regarded by 
taught in this book that they were doing things to prepare the way for Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya is unique because he he synthesizes or his his Rupa Goswami and Jiva Goswami they synthesize uh, and complete the teachings of the these four Sampradaya Acharyas. Uh, so they prepared, Bhakti Thakur explains this in the Navadvita Mahatmya, how, how they preparing the way for, uh, for uh, Mahaprabhu and for Achincha Veda Veda Tantra. Here's, here's how they, it's introduced in, in Sri Krishna Chaitanya. The systems of Sri Vishnu Swami, Sri Nimbaditya, Sri Ramanuja, and Sri Madhva mark the revival of Vaishnavism traceable to the prehistoric records. They embody the reverential worship of Vishnu. Their secondary value consists in being an uncompromising protest against the opinions of the speculative creeds, meaning the Mayavadis and the Buddhists. Their spiritual synthesis, although sound, is incomplete. For this is what we read in the Navadita Mahatmya. They each contributed something, but they don't become complete until they're all put together in Achincha Veda Veda Tantra. Uh, so, uh, Lord Chaitanya is in a unique position because here in, in Lord Chaitanya's movement, now the original revelation takes place in historic times, fairly recently speaking. Um, uh, and so the Supreme Lord comes in the form of a, of a devotee as Bhakti Rupa. Uh, and the, 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 the counterparts to the uh, uh, prehistoric teachers are the six Goswamis among others. They're the ones that, 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 that receive it from him. And, and then uh, systematize it and uh, draw out all the conclusions uh, and uh, uh, make it philosophically uh, show up philosophically sound. And then the founder Acharya, who comes a little later, is Srila Prabhupada. So there's a kind of a parallel in, in, in that way. So Prabhupada did take this title Founder Acharya. It occurs uh, in, in our literature in the second issue of Back to Godhead magazine. So he had the idea very early on of using this term Founder Acharya. Uh, but when we look at Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, uh, uh, we find that in the uh, we can't find any historic record, at least in the English language literature that I looked at, that Bhakti Siddhanta ever had the title Founder Acharya. That's kind of a shock. I always assumed he had. But that his title ended up uh, low battery, yeah. Can I take this off of the stand? His title, his title finally ended up being President Acharya. He was the Acharya of all the Gaudiya 
Vaishnavas, and he was the president of the Vishwa Vaishnava Raj Sabha. But and so eventually, President Acharya was his title, but not a hyphenated title, but not Founder Acharya. Uh, uh, but even though he never had that official title, we are able to find in the pages of the Harmonist two places where the term Founder Acharya is used in reference to Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Both in the Harmonist and uh, both written by Nishikant Sangam. Uh, uh, but a, a letterhead or publications or anything like that, he, would, he was never the founder of Charya. Uh, so what we find is that uh, in the Harmonist for 1930, uh, which as I mentioned the continuous is the continuation of Sajan Mitoshini. Nishikant was the primary writer, Nishikant Sanyal. He was the de facto editor. Bhakti Siddhanta was always on the masthead as editor. He was the editor. But probably even refers to Sanyal as the as the editor because he was uh... So the nineteen thirty issue is very important because in nineteen thirty another big step was taken. Uh, for Western preaching, which was the established of the Gaudiya Mat Temple. That was the name of that temple was the Gaudiya Mat in Bazar in Calcutta. This is the big marble temple. Because Calcutta was a world city. It was it was a you know the headquarters until nineteen fourteen of the British Raj in the East. And, and so they the one in Calcutta you knew you were part of something bigger than India. Uh, and so that's what this is their headquarters for world preaching. Uh, and the, the, so there was a, in the 19th, in the Harmonist, at about the opening of the Book Bazaar, there's a three part article, three issues, called the Gaudiya Mat, referring to this temple. Uh, it's, it's an unsigned article, which means it has editorial force. It's clearly written by Nishikant Sanyal. Uh, and in that article, there is uh, where we find that Bhaktisiddhanta is referred to with the term founder of charity. Remember, this is about the same time this book, Sri Krishna Taitanya, was being written. So here on October 1931, page 131, the Gaudiya Mat is also identical with its founder, Acharya meaning Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So there it is, in, in a kind of firm but subtle way, this term Founder Acharya is being used with reference to Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Uh, uh, and, uh, well, uh, and, and in this article he he says things like uh, the, all of the followers, the, this is what he says, the associates, followers, and abodes of his divine grace are limbs of himself. In other words, the idea that the institution is his body, or he is the soul of, of, of that. None of them claim to be anything but a fully subordinate limb of this single individual. 
So here this idea of what we find in here uh, is uh, what I, at least I can recognize as an ecclesiology. Here's a technical term that we should show up. Yeah, ecclesiology. Uh, uh, ecclesiology is the uh, word uh, used uh, in the West. Uh, it comes from ecclesia, which is well, ecclesia originally meant in Greek an assembly or a gathering. But when Christianity arose, they took it over and it became the word for church. Ecclesia. So we have ecclesiastical robes and terms like that. So there's also a division of, of theology called ecclesiology. What is the role of the religious institution? What is its relationship to God? What is its relationship to the world? How does it save people? And so on. These, all these things are e ecclesiology. So in this article of Sanyal, you have, a, you really have a, a very clear ecclesiology of the Gaudiya mind that's, that's presented. Uh, and this ecclesiology Prabhupada uses for Iskand. He uses the, the same idea. Uh, and so the, the ecclesiology, in the ecclesiology, the, the one important element is this founder of Charya. Uh, and, uh, and another thing that was crucial that they're very careful to explain in this article several times is that the Gaudiya Mat, the old institution, had a parent temple, a parent Mat which was the Sri Chaitanya Math in Mayapur. And they were insisting that this, the Gaudiya Math in Calcutta, although bigger and more opulent and more prominent, was a branch. It was a branch. So they, they, there was this idea that there had to be a parent temple and all the others are its expansions. They used the analogy of one lamp lighting another taken from the Brahma Samhita. Uh, so they're none different. Uh, the, 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 the parts, uh, here it is right here. The Gaudiyamat is the principal branch of Sri Chaitanyamat and Sri Mayapur. Remember, the, the split, big, first big split in the Gaudiyamat happened between these two centers. The distinction between the Gaudiyamat and Sri Chaitanyamat is all analogous to that between one lamp lighted by another. The Gaudiyamat is the expansion of the Chaitanya in a visible form into the heart of the world. And another place they refer to is a modern urban environment. Sri Chaitanya Math is eternally located as the original source even when it is manifested to the view of the people of this world in the transcendental environment of the eternal mode of divinity. So where the Chaitanya Math is, it's in the spiritual world. Because Mayapur is the descended spiritual realm. And it's there together with Acharya. Founder Acharya. That's all part of this ecclesiology. This place where the Chaitanya Math is, is located is the place where Bhakti Siddhartha Saraswati Thakur uh, mostly chanted uh, from 1905 to 1914, uh, vowed chant a billion names, 
at where he took Sanyas in 1914 and then started his preaching mission. So, how do we apply this to Iskand? Well, Prabhupada was very, very concerned as soon as he was able to acquire property in Mayapur. And as soon as he acquired property in Mayapur, there was a sign they call the International Center, later termed World Headquarters. We are walking around in those deals in cane fields. And, and, and rice fields and say, international headquarters, world headquarters, what's going on here? There's not even a telephone. <laughs> We're all supposed to come here, the GBC is supposed to have its meet, annual, annual meet, meeting here in this place. And so, uh, so that from right away, Prabhupada had the idea of a big temple here and of uh, the, the center of the movement. So he also inherited this idea of having this land in Mayapur. Bhaktivinoda uh, Thakur, the center of the Namhata, was in Goduri. That was the headquarters, the main marketplace of Namhata. Bhakti uh, Siddhanta had the Sri Chaitanya Mat, and then Prabhupada had uh, the temple of the Vedic Planetarium. So that, that also has an important part in the ecclesiology of uh, Iskand. Because what does that temple show us? It shows us the way back to God. If you see the universe without eyes clouded by materialistic conceptions, you will see, you know, the universe shows the way back to Godhead. That's what the fifth canto does, how, how you can see the path that you ascend up. And, and so here, this temple also shows the path back to Godhead. And interestingly enough, our founder Acharya is situated, as it turns out, right out the front gate almost in his samadhi. We tried to build a temple somewhere else and it insisted on being there. Uh, and you notice that every Iskand temple, we, we have Prabhupada on the Vyasasana mostly, uh, you know, he's there as they preside. The, think, think of, the, think of a, a tree. So the, the, all, all the branches are there. They come into the center. At the entrance ways all over the world, there's Srila Prabhupada presiding on his Vyasasana. They come here to the center at Mayapur, and there's Prabhupada presiding, and shoo, you go up. And then Prabhupada there, as he said, we will have another Iskan in the spiritual sky where he's waiting up for us. So and he's the guardian and the protector and the maintainer of this path back to Godhead. And that's the sort of ecclesiology of Iskand. Uh, founder Acharya shows up uh, again in the 1936 Harmonist, published just before Bhakti Siddhanta disappeared. Uh, this article has Nishikant Sanyal's name on it. Uh, in that article we see that Gaudiya Bhatt is the instrument and counterpart of his divine grace Paramahamsa Parigraja Kacharya Sri Sripad Bhakti Siddhanta says when he goes on Maharaj, it lives, moves, and has its being in the founder Acharya. That is with the capital letters in the height. Uh, so this is, again, he refers to this. My conclusion, uh, I, I, I fully believe that Bhakti Siddhanta knew this was happening. He knew what was going on with Sinyal with his term founder Acharya. And Bhakti Siddhanta was planning 
to go to London. And my conclusion is it was being prepared. His title would have been offered to him when he would have surpassed all the founder charges by going all over the world. Uh, and, and the real uh, convincing piece of evidence for me is when Prabhupada got to New York, founder charge, because he was the continuation of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And you see this in the pranam mantra that he gave us. He probably very closely followed Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. As they started an English language journal in preparation, Bhakti Prabhupada started Back to Godhead magazine in 1944, quite a few years before he actually showed up in the West. So he, he established this, began his English language preaching. And also before he came to the West, he had three volumes of translated works with him. Also following the same method of Bhakti Siddhanta, these three volumes of Bhagavatam that he had printed up. And he has his international center as soon as he could. He tried to get land as early as possible. I think it wasn't until 72 they could actually lay the, lay the foundation for the temple. But, uh, but he had, because he had some opposition to getting land in Mayapur. One thing Bhakti Siddhanta wanted but wasn't able to do in his lifetime, but asked for it, is the governing body commission. So Prabhupada did that early on and got it up and running and supervised it for, for some time. So that's uh, something that uh, that, that Prabhupada did. So here, then Prabhupada gave us this pranam mantra for him, and his name in that pranam mantra is Saraswate Deve, with a long A. We don't have diacritics in, in this, uh, this presentation, but Saraswate Deve. It's not Saraswati Devi, as I sometimes hear people say. And what it means, it's, it, 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 it's Saraswata, if you turn it to the nominative case, means the son or servant of Saraswati. So his name in this pranam mantra is his father's name, his patronymic. His patronymic. And what is he doing? He's spreading all over the world and defeating Nirvishesha Sunyavati. And that's exactly what the founder Acharyas do. And Prabhupada, in great humility, Simply, he, what you see he did is he picked up exactly where Bhakti Siddhanta left off and then carried on. And I'm running out of time here. Uh, there was an interruption. By the way, the interruption, Prabhupada always would say to himself, you know, oh, I, he told me to go early on, but I, I couldn't do anything. But uh, it, was, it was also an interruption. In 1933, when the Gaudiya went, that was the same year that Hitler ascended to power in Germany, so all hell was literally about to break loose for some time. So Krishna's in charge of timing. When Prabhupada got, got to America, another question was why a new organization? He tried to cooperate. This is Prabhupada's statement, cooperation is a bounty, and it's one of our major themes. Uh, Prabhupada uh, wrote letters as soon as he got to New York he saw there was a preaching field he wrote many many letters this is to Bhakti Vilas Tirtha Maharaj who was, who, who was at that time now the head, head of the of, of the Mayapur temple and listen you see the word cooperation 
So here's a chance to cooperate between us, and I shall be glad to know if you are ready for this cooperation. I came here to study the situation, and I find it very nice. And if you are also agreeable to cooperate with it, will be all very nice by the will of Srila Prabhupada. If you agree to take it for granted that I am one of the workers of the Sri Mayapur Chaitanya Mat, he would be disturbed. And so he pleaded for cooperation. He needed their help. He had a donor for a temple in New York, in India, but somebody had to go to the Indian government and get them to release the funds, allow them to be transferred. His godbrothers, like Bhakti Vilas Tirtha Maharaj and others, were well connected. Bhagavan, they're all well connected. Please do that. Nobody did it. And that's why he gave up on cooperating, because there was no cooperation. But he made every effort. It is documented in the book, you'll see, uh, how Prabhupada uh, really tried to do it. Uh, and again, uh, another. Uh, that's, we lost a plug there. If possible, join with our other godbrothers and let us make an effort combinedly to preach the cult of Gorhari in every city of the Western world. If you agree to cooperate with me, so on, I shall extend my visa. I said these various things. So, that's why, again, one place Prabhupada said the test of our actual dedication and sincerity to serve the spiritual master will be this mutual cooperative spirit to push on this movement and not to make factions and deviate. And of course, in Tama Krishna's diary, your love for me will be tested about how after my departure you maintain uh, this institution. Uh, and, and so, Bhakti Chiruswami was there when uh, Tamal, uh, Prabhupada said this, and Tamal recorded it, that uh, uh, and, uh, there was a reading a letter to Srila Prabhupada, and this was part of his response, where he said, our real love for him will be shown by how we cooperate together to continue this mission. So, uh, I'll skip making a summary, because we're running out of time. Uh, let me just say a few things. Uh, uh, yeah, there was a few points at the end. I messed up here. Yeah, so if we if we can really understand and bring into our hearts our relationship with Srila Prabhupada and fully understand his position. I think the, the outcomes will be first the, the uh, perpetuation of Srila Prabhupada's mercy. Every generation after generation will be able to receive the special mercy offered by Prabhupada. And the path back to Godhead that he opened up will be ever increasingly traveled. Uh, Everybody, all the teachers in ISKCON will, by taking full shelter of Srila Prabhupada's Shiksha Guru, will be able to uh, authentically convey his real teachers and give proper guidance and shelter to everybody. Uh, uh, 
we'll, we'll furthermore, uh, our preaching potency will be, our teaching will be consistent, our preaching potency will be maintained and developed, uh, our Prabhupada's books will remain central to us, and as we deepen and increase our love for Krishna, which by the way has no upper limit, those books will also be showing us newer and newer things. Uh, so there will be fresh direction and insight gotten from Prabhupada's books. And uh, he will all, Prabhupada will always be the lens through which we view all our previous uh, acharyas. Uh, so that's basically the summary of the book, Short Ride and the Fast Machine. We have a few minutes, so uh, questions or comments? Yes, Prabhu. Uh, Maybe we can want to hand the microphone. Uh, this term founder, I tell you, know, we have one word from English and one from Sanskrit. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Founder is an English word, and Acharya is a Sanskrit word. Is there any real reason why it is like this? Why not, for example, Sanskrit Acharya? Or any, any yeah. This is, this is the way it appears at least in the English language literature. Uh, uh, you can uh, either say Pratishtacharya or Samstapakacharya. They will both work, but somehow rather they prefer this, this uh, term. Does the uh, word Samstapakacharya come up in previous literature? You're uh, going back about the subject. No, I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen it. I've only seen it on the buses in India and in the temples in India. In our previous literature, there is a Pratishta charm, but that refers to Bhagavatam Rita, that refers to Lord Brahma. Uh, so, uh, the limitation of my scholarship was I didn't read the Bengali literature of the Gaudiya Mat. I have to confess. But uh, in some ways, it's interesting to me. Uh, I don't feel so bad about it because really their main preaching was the English language preaching. Anything else? Why don't I just hand this around to people? Yeah. Bhakti Siddhanta's name is Saraswati. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. So in, in Sanskrit, there's a way of saying, of making a patronymic, the son of. Uh, so, so for, for example, uh, if you, it's just, just a standard grammatical way. You take the, you make the first, uh, the first vowel long, and sh- change the end to an a declension. So, like from the word Vishnu, by the same road you get Vaishnava. Vasudeva, Vasudeva. Huh? Vasudeva, Bhagavad. Yeah. Vasudeva, Vasudeva. Vasudeva is the father, Vasudeva is the son. Anyway, there's many examples like this. So, he took the name Saraswati and he changed it to Saraswata. That way. So that means the son of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. Yeah. One more question. You were saying earlier that there are three functions. Uh, you know, one was the second one was revived in reforming community and signatory style, and uh, you know the prehistoric nature thing. So these two are very clear from Prabhupada's contribution. 
how about this, you know, defeating other interpretations of Vedanta? How do we see Shankar? Well, it's just in the Pranamacha. He goes to the Western world because they are nearly Shesha Shunyamadi. Right? That's he puts it there. Because the first but the first thing he landed in New York, one of the first place he went to was the Ram Krishna Mission in New York City, where he found her waiting for him. And of course, that everybody's a Buddhist, a so-called Buddhist, you know. So, so uh, that was what Prabhupada found, is that the Western world was already full of Nirvishesha and Shunyavadi. So he, he counteracted it. I mean, most of us... There's an er, earlier Hayabriga remarks that when they would attend Prabhupada's early lectures, Prabhupada would be preaching against the Mayavadis. And Hayabriga said, we joked that we found some little group in India that he was uh, having a theological battle with, and they thought it was kind of, kind of sweet that he was like talking about them here in New York City, wherever these obscure Mayavadis were in India. And he said, gradually, he, he, realized, he realized he was talking about us. Because we were all my <laughs> So it's there. <laughs> Anything else? Very often we refer to spiritual masters uh, as his grace or her grace. Uh, what does that imply? And why can't we use it interchangeably as well? Well, that, that's a little off topic right now, so let, let me just, we're running out of time. So we can talk about that some other time. Go ahead. Thank you, Prabhu. Uh, uh, thank you for the nice explanation of the Acharya. But uh, I'm very interested in this work, cooperation with Bhakti. So, could you give more explanation of this cooperation? Is this kind of cooperation? Yeah, well, he said the, the full quotation mark was co cooperation with Krishna is bhakti. But, but the Sankirtan movement uh, it is, means you have you serve together. That word san means you glorify Krishna together. And so the, the, real, the real contribution that we see from, from uh, Bhakti Vinod Thakur, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and Shiva Prabhupada, is this idea of working together. We can all preach individually and you get something done. Something can be a cooperative. But you're really the force, force multiplier is when you do it together. Because then it's exponential. You get a whole lot more done. And so the idea of working together to do something in a concerted way brings a great deal of power. It's the best use of Krishna's energy. So... Prabhupada stresses is an awful lot about it in this little booklet about cooperation. You read all the details about it. How, uh, but really, it's you know, in the, in the spiritual world, Krishna is not alone. He's surrounded by devotees. They all have to work together to serve him. They have to get along. It's, I mean, because because Vaishnavism is social. We are not. We're, we're, and in the Sankirtan movement, we either go back to Godhead altogether or we don't go. So that to be able to work together with Krishna in the center, and especially in Islam with Prabhupada in the center, then that uh, fulfills the aims of Lord Chaitanya.
it's new time. Uh, do we have any more questions or comments? Yeah, over here. I'm having a hard time hearing because it's noise. Oh, he's in Chinese. Oh, no wonder I couldn't understand. Okay. <laughs> Okay, here's the translator. The question is why the Shri Papa is the father child, not the Baptist dentist, that's what we have to The father child is the father child. Yeah. Um, Prabhupada actually did. He, 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 Remember something, uh, I'm going to start again. Bhakti Siddhanta Institution was shattered. After his, after his. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so his institution split into two, and those split again and again and again. Uh, and so, it, it, as a unified force to preach Krishna consciousness, it was over. Uh, they were preaching. Ban Maharaj was in preaching in America in 1972. Uh, he was giving lectures in universities, we call it preaching, but he was there. So they were doing different things, his, the different fragments, but it wasn't that force that, that, that was there in the uh, Gaudiya Matwe was healthy. One of the things I learned while studying of, uh, 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 studying this matter was what an amazing institution the Gaudiya Mat was like when it was healthy. It was very, very powerful. And then it died out and disappeared with that power. Although some people were practicing Krishna consciousness, people were becoming devotees, but that power, that force was gone. Arshila Prabhupada, somehow, in himself, was able to bring back that power. It had disappeared, but Prabhupada understood his spiritual master and remained fully his servant and he just picked up where Bhakti Siddhartha says what he left off. So he was the one that was available to us but he understood 
That's why, again, that name he used, Saraswata. He did it in his spiritual master's name. There's a lot about this in the book. Yes? He worked very hard on his books. His lectures are great. I mean, we, we should read them and study them. There are things that are there. But his books was his special legacy. And he thought very carefully about what he was writing down. And, and uh, uh, of course, we have his lectures. Uh, some the tape, some that we don't have because nobody turned on the tape recorder. There wasn't a tape recorder on the, uh, around, you know. So it's, it's a spotty record. But the books was the thing that he put down as his his lasting legacy. So uh, that that we should give the most attention to. Sometimes the first book was the lecture, sometimes it appears like nobody's speaking his own intimacy. Yeah, it's true. The, the lecture, I don't, I don't mean to put, I like the lectures very much, and the conversations too, sitting in a room talking to people, that's very interesting. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, we have it, we're fortunate. Yeah. I think we better stop now, because we have to get something else. Thank you very much for your program.